Alright, so going back to when I was a kid living in Brooklyn Center, I know a lot of people try to revert back to their upbringing on how their parents had an impact on their life growing up. Well, mine certainly did. My dad was a prime example of a piece of shit of what not to be like kind of role model for me um the guy was heavy into drinking and i mean really that's all i remember of him is that i feared him every time i did something wrong i got my ass whipped me and my brother um he would even hand me make me hand me his beers while he sat at the table drinking and you know being six years old and i'm like mom Daddy's getting drunk again, and it was just, you know, an everyday thing. I think a lot of things I remember from him, you know, growing up when going to school or having Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts or whatever it is, he, he was more or less an embarrassment. I remember seeing him showing up drunk, stumbling, <laughs> having arguments with the other parents, just being a complete fucking embarrassment, and uh, yeah, it was pretty, that, that was my upbringing, seeing my dad raise me, and I, I couldn't even remember if there was anything actually positive the man ever did for me, other than one time that I was uh, at a pool over in Minneapolis by myself, and I think later on, my brother, I think I was probably like seven years old. And my brother ended up uh, coming to the pool to meet up with me. And, and I was being bullied by like four kids that were much bigger than me. And motherfuckers would not let me leave. And, you know, I was like seven years old up against like four, whatever, you know, 12-year-olds or whatnot. And, and my brother ended up actually racing back home grabbing my dad. I remember seeing my dad's truck pull up. And I remember seeing him coming out with a baseball bat. <laughs> that was the only time I actually felt really uh, happy for him being there. Because I just remember at that age, I really didn't know how the fuck I was going to get out of that pool. I mean, this is Minneapolis, too. And, you know, single white kids in an area I was living in, that wasn't a good thing. But I really wanted to go swimming. I just didn't care. I mean, I, I always loved to do shit when I was a kid as far as, you know, going places, going on fucking, I don't even know what bike paths they are, but they'd go all over the cities. Um, I mean, I used to go to, like, the local mall there at Brookdale, and I'd be the kid in the wishing fountain taking everybody's money so I could go to the candy shop and <laughs> buy shit tons of candy and then go to the game store or the computer store, and then I, I would sit and play computer games on computers, you know, and, I mean, that was my way of, like, you know, having fun, aside from kicking down garbage cans on my bike and playing ding-dong bitch, and, but, I mean, in the area I grew up in, it wasn't a good area, I mean, we had a police chase go through our, go through our yard once, where a dude was being chased by several cops on a motorcycle, and it was at night. And I remember waking up to a loud crash and just lights everywhere through my windows and walls. And there was a guy who was uh, running from the cops 
and he ended up uh, going through our yard where there was a chain link fence between our front yard and backyard. He didn't see it and ended up somersaulting over, and that's where he got caught. But I mean, we've had other shit happen there too. Where I mean, I've had cherry bombs thrown at me, and you know, again, I'm like, you know, between maybe six and like seven, maybe even eight years old, you know, and uh, I remember one time my dad left to go get drunk, left my mom with me and my brother, and my mom was telling me that after she put me and my brother to bed, she uh, happened to look out the look at the window and seeing a couple faces looking at it, and she called the cops, and it turned out that there was a group of thugs that literally pretty much surrounded our house. My mom says it was the Vice Lords or whatever, some fucking local Yahoo gang from Minneapolis. But, you know, and my dad, of course, leaves the house, doesn't lock the fucking door. But, you know, again, he was never around. He was always drunk, being a good example of what wrong looks like. And, you know, it's, uh, I remember one time I stole $20 from my dad to go, to, go down to the store and, get like three dollars worth of candy which got you a shit ton of candy and I remember with that 20 I took I had a lot of money left over and I didn't know what to do with it I saw so I, I fucking threw it in the bushes I didn't want to like put more money if I took one bill I sure as hell didn't want to put back like you know seven more bills because then it would have looked funny and I was thinking of that stuff when I was like seven or eight so I threw his money into the bushes, and I knew I was going to get my ass whipped for that, but God damn it, I got candy, and I was happy. I didn't care. And I remember he caught me that day, or maybe it was the next day, got me to confess, and instead of kicking my ass, I was really surprised. He actually locked me in my room for about a month, and he told me this is what jail felt like. Which I knew, if anybody knew what jail felt like, was him. Because I remember one time, my mom, me and my brother and my mom, um, had to go to the jail and go bail him out. And as he was getting released, I remember seeing him wrestling with the cops handcuffed. And I only imagine he got arrested for a DUI. Because that guy had several DUIs. And again, I'm like, that's my dad. Way to go. Picking him up from jail, fighting with cops right in front of the kids. But, anywho. Well, then I, I do kind of like when everything just kind of came to a boil. I remember one morning waking up before school, and it was probably fucking early as hell. Six, maybe? I don't know. But it was a school, it was a school day, so I knew I was getting up soon. But I woke up to noise in my bathroom that can join to their bedroom so it's like our bedrooms met together at a bathroom and the door was open and I could see him wrestling with my mom choking her out yelling in German in his underwear just fucking I was like what the fuck and I remember him saying that he was gonna kill my brother me her and then himself and I was just like, whatever. I honestly, I was so numb to the violence around him. I just kind of, I, I just ignored it. And I was like, whatever. And I went back to sleep. Well, and then that morning at school, my mom had some cops pick up me and my brother. 
and we hid. We, we hid to her sister's for about a month, and it was around Christmas time. I remember it was snowing out. I mean, it was cold. But then I think, so we were there for about a month, it felt like. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But, again, I think it was, I think it was like nine at this time. And, uh, and I still believe in Santa. So maybe I was like eight. I can't remember. But I remember one afternoon, I was at my aunt's house, and a priest came to the house, came to the door, which I thought was kind of weird, but I knew it was something to do with my dad. And I remembered him talking to my family, and then he talked to me by myself. And he told me that the cops went to the house to check on my dad, and they found him in the basement. And I knew right then and there that I no longer had my dad. I knew that he, he took his own life. And the priest asked me how I felt. And I actually, for whatever reason, I, I, told, the, I told the priest that I actually felt better. I was glad he's dead because, I mean, he, he was just something else. And I actually felt safe. And that, to me, was a fucked up childhood. And, but you know, living in the cities, I got bullied a lot, you know, and got my ass kicked a few times, if I remember, just for being me. And I didn't like confrontation. I didn't start fights. I minded my own business. And I went home and I had to put up with that shit every day. But one day, I think I was with my brother and my mom's, and I think we're going to the, I don't know, some mall toy store, maybe buying clothes or some crap like that, and I remember we were kind of talking about my dad, and I told my mom, I'm like, you know, there's one promise I'm going to make to myself, and that is never to end up like my father, I'm never going to be a drinker like him, I am never going to beat my kids like he did, just the idea of having kids fear you isn't a good thing, you're not a good person. I mean, it's one thing when you discipline them. It's another thing if you're just literally abusing them. But I feel I've held pretty true to that promise that I made to myself, you know, years back. I mean, I have drank. I have gotten drunk. And I'll be honest, I don't enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't like the taste of beer. I mean, I've had my moments in life where, yeah, I'll have some beers. But I tell you, I last time I drank was probably during summer. I just... You know, I got, yeah, I, I don't like that feeling. Not that it ever makes me angry. I mean, that's the thing, that my dad drank. He was angry as hell. And I don't know what it was with him, but I'm sure there's more to the story with him than I know. You know, you know I, I don't, I didn't know the background. I don't know what pushed him to drink. Maybe he was always an alcoholic, and I, I don't know. Maybe with me, my brother, and my mom, or maybe my mom and my dad had issues that drove them to drink. I mean, it's it, there's so many what ifs and whys, but I I know there's a huge feud with my mom's side and my dad's side, and finger pointing, blaming, and I mean, I never saw anything that my mom did wrong, so I don't know what you know what there was. But is at the same time, I always thought to myself, my dad's side, they were all drunks, all drunk Germans. Every time we went to see them for the holidays, they're always drinking. The house is always full of smoke. Walls were yellowish. Maybe that was the color of the wall. I don't know. But, but I mean, my grandma was really nice. And 
but I know there was a lot of field hatred at the funeral for my father. And it didn't really hurt me or bother me that my dad died, but up until I actually went to the funeral and saw him in a casket with my own eyes, it hit me. Like, this shit really did happen. And I, I think that's a lot for someone at nine years old to deal with, but the sad thing is I know there's other people out there who have had similar upbringings just like that, if not worse. I know that there's worse. There can be worse. I mean, there's parents that kill their kids and do does God knows what, but but either way, I, I used my upbringing as an example when not to be like, you know, when the day I have kids, which I have, and I and I literally, every time I felt that maybe I was getting too aggressive, I would put myself in check remembering that, and but I also give my kids credit when they do good things, and I'm there to support them, and I put them first, you know, I'll, I mean, I'd give my freaking last heartbeat to save my kids, and they know that. You know, so just because we have bad upbringings from parents that were not good doesn't mean we need to follow their footsteps. I'm living proof of that. I mean, my whole goals in life has been to be a better person than my father. You know, outlive him, outperform him. When I went to boot camp, I was doing things I never even knew I was capable of doing. And I mean, aside from blame and anger and frustration I was I don't hate my father in fact if I ever came you know cross paths with him again I don't even know what that conversation would even entail but it'd be where I'd let him make the first words and I would hope he's proud of me for everything I've done everything I've been through everything I've accomplished even though I was using him as an example of what wrong looks like and what not to be like he was also giving me strength to be better. And really, isn't that kind of what life's about? It's about overcoming your parents' flaws, being better, learning from their mistakes. We're all human. We all make mistakes. That's part of life. But it's whether we, you know, when we fall down, we're willing to get back up. I've fallen down many times, and <laughs> I've gotten up every time. There's been times where it's been hard to get up and, you know, but same token, I still have my kids that give me strength too to get through the hard things in life. But, you know, when it comes to parents or anybody at that fact, it can be a leader, it could be someone in the military, it could be a leadership, it could be a boss. We're always gonna have we're always gonna have experiences with the good people and the bad people, and it's what we take away from both. Is what builds us into the character we become. And, yeah. But, I mean, it was an interesting childhood. When I go back through Brooklyn Center and see where I grew up, I'm really glad that we moved out of that area because it is run down. I mean, I don't even know what the crime is like there, but all I know is that the house that we lived in has had several owners I don't know, maybe my dad haunts the house, hard to say, but either way, I've outlived them and that's all that matters to me.